Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all a rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. A few news and updates here. Actually, there is plenty and most of them are quite interesting as well. We'll start off with Corey Oates. The former Maroons wing has reportedly been training with the Broncos reserve grade side and is unlikely to start in round one now. I would love to see Corey Oates back in that first grade side for the Broncos. I think he definitely deserves to be there. Haven't really seen him train much. Um, but he was just such a talented winger. And as it says here, a Maroon. He used to play for the Queensland Maroons. I would love to see him back in a Maroons jersey. I think he, right now in the game, especially for the Maroons with their lack of depth, he would be great to have in that side. It is really unfortunate that he is rumoured not to play. I really hope he does make the side round one. I think he's a really talented winger and definitely got a lot of footy left in him. Obviously, you would have heard by now that there is new technology to detect forward passes. I think that this is just going to create so many problems in our game, mainly because a lot of people, a lot of players, especially halfbacks, throw flat passes just to get their forwards through holes uh, and just to make the game go a little bit faster, make their team on the go forward a little bit faster, if you know what I mean. Um, it's just going to create so many arguments and fights. People are going to hate this rule. And if this technology does come into place, I I don't see it lasting very long. I think, as I said, too many players, too many people are going to be fighting over it. It is just going to be a shit fight. The Eels NRLW side have sold every single sponsor that they have on their shorts and playing jersey. The funds will help cover the players' salaries, and more. I think this is great. I think the NRLW girls should be paid much more, especially for some of them when it is their only job and their only source of income. I think the girls definitely deserve a lot more money. And I think most of the other um, most of the other NRLW teams should sort of do the same thing, um, whether it's only they sell a few sponsors or they sell all of them as well, just to get the girls a bit more pay. I think the girls definitely deserve it. Watching the NRLW myself, I just think they are so aggressive and I love watching the NRLW, to be honest. I actually love watching some NRLW games um, because it is just so entertaining. And I don't know if many people would agree or disagree with that. I just think that the NRLW games are somewhat as entertaining as some NRL games, so... I love that the girls are being paid more. As I said before, I think they definitely do deserve it, considering that for some of them, it is their only source of income. The Dolphins are preparing to sign Jeremiah Nanai. Really like this signing. I think he's a really talented young back rower, uh, and it's good to sign some young players. I think Wayne Bennett would be doing the right thing by signing this guy. You're signing some younger talent. They've got all the old heads they really need. If they get Milford... They'll have a lot of old heads in that side that will sort of leave the, lead the team around. Um, I really like this signing if they do go for Jeremiah Nanai because he's just young, he's fresh, and you can sign him long-term at the club. Craig Bellamy, the super coach, will reportedly notify the Storm soon whether he intends to continue as the head coach or into another role. I think wherever Craig Bellamy is in the Storm system, if he's in there, then the Storm go well. Simple as that. If Craig Bellamy is in the system, the Storm go really well. 
Reports about Wayne Bennett as well. They're set to make a documentary about Wayne Bennett, uh, and it is being written by sports journalist Andrew Webster. Really interesting one here. I would love to see a documentary about Wayne Bennett. I think his career as a coach is just so interesting. He was also a player way back when as well. So if they delve into that or if they just stick to his coaching career, it would be quite interesting as well. But I would love to see this documentary get made. I think that it would be so interesting going in the mind of a super coach, probably one of the best coaches of all time. Look at all the premierships he's won. Look at all the success he has and how he has that much success and how he gets the job done. I think that'd be an awesome little documentary. So CJ Mundine, the son of Anthony Mundine, is set to make his professional boxing debut on the Sonny Bill, Williams and Barry Hall undercard. Be very interesting to see how CJ Mundine goes in the boxing arena, see if he's as good as his dad. Uh, it is going to be very interesting to see, and I honestly can't wait to see it. Haven't really seen him play much football. I know he's in the St. George system, um, but you know I can't wait to see how he goes in the boxing arena. The judiciary system. The NRL are reportedly in the final stages of a review to change the current suspension system. Very interesting here as well. I think they should change it sooner rather than later and get Latrell in that bloody All-Stars game. He definitely deserves to play. I don't think suspension should count for rep games. That includes All-Stars. That includes International. That includes Origin. Stuff like that. Don't think suspension should count for those because they are just so important to the fans. They are so important to the teams as well. You obviously want all the superstars in your team that you can get to get more views and stuff like that. I wouldn't be surprised if the All-Star game this season doesn't really get as many views as it did in previous seasons just because there are so many stars out. I could name you over 10 stars that are missing out on this Indigenous All-Stars and Maori All-Stars game. You've got Manu, you've got Latrell, you've got Cody Walker, Katoni Staggs, uh, Jerome Luai, Kalen Ponga, Brandon Smith. There's so many guys that are out and it is just uh, so unfortunate and then Joseph Manu as well, He, uh, he's, the Roosters have recently just got him out of playing that game and he would be spewing. And I know that the Mary guys would be spewing. They definitely need to fix this judiciary system. And I, I know those guys aren't really out because of judiciary, but um, that's just my thoughts. Um, in the case of Latrell Mitchell, though, it is because of judiciary. So if they get him out of that well, not get him out of the suspension, but if they let him play in this All-Stars game, I tell you what, it is going to have such a, a, a much bigger viewing, I should say. Luke Brooks, Mark Geyer says, Tim Sheens will unlock the Tigers halfback and get him back to form. And I bloody hope so for Luke Brooks' sake. I couldn't imagine Luke Brooks not being in that Tigers outfit unless he had retired. He is so, so good. And I, I said it before, I mean, the comment I just made then, um, obviously, if he went to Newcastle, I'd sort of understand, and I sort of was with the people who were saying that he should go to Newcastle. Still think he should if he does get the chance because eventually Hastings and Dewey will probably be the halves pairing. Um, But for for Luke Brooks' sake, I really do hope that he does get to play consistent starting football this season. And it sounds stupid for me saying that because he definitely should. Um, But, you know, especially for these first two rounds before Dewey gets back, I think he needs to be in really good form. And 
from what I'm hearing as well, he's training the house down. So if he keeps that up, then I can't wait to see Luke Brooks this season. I'd love to see a Dally M halfback of the year, Luke Brooks. Obviously, probably won't get it over Nathan Cleary, but I would love to see that type of form from him, getting him back to his old sort of style of football when guys like Mitchell Moses and that uh, were in the building. Um, I miss the good Luke Brooks. I'm not saying he's bad. He's definitely a, a decent footballer. I know there's an argument that the Tigers aren't really the system for him, but if he's training the house down at training, then he's in for a big season in 2022. Jackson Paulo, at this stage, the young gun will be leading the race to replace Dane Gagai at centre in round one. I said it the other day when we were talking about Jackson Paulo. If he gets his passing game for the centres up to scratch, he's already got all the other components. He's got speed. He's got a lovely kicking game. Um, if he gets that Parkinson game sorted, the agility from him is unreal as well. I'd love to see him at centre, just ripping and tearing. Uh, defence as well. Uh, he's, he's got pretty decent defence, but I think if he ups that defence by 100%, he will be a really, really damaging centre, especially with that kicking game 10 metres out from the line. It is just so, so deadly and unexpected and unheard of, really, for a winger. But if he goes well at centre, geez, he could seriously be in for anything, to be honest. He is such... I see a lot of talent in Jackson Paulo, to be honest, and I have really high hopes. And it's not me being a biased South supporter. I actually think that Jackson Paulo has a lot of talent that we haven't seen. I don't think we've seen Jackson Paulo. We, don't, we haven't seen the best of Jackson Paulo for me. The Melbourne Storm, the club admits they will go to the market and pursue experience and leadership for 2023 onwards, and bloody hell, don't they need it. They've lost Jesse Bromwich, Kenny Bromwich, Felice Cafusi, Dale Finucane, Nico Hines, and Brandon Smith, who is going off the Roosters as well. They've lost a lot of players, and they're going to be in some serious Barney unless they go out there and they get some experience back in that side. From the Black in the Bar podcast was sort of talking about Payne Haas going to Melbourne. I actually don't even see him leaving Brisbane, to be honest. I think Payne Haas will be a one-club man, but, you know, I could be totally wrong. Money does talk to people. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see who the Storm sort of target. And I think with Craig Bellamy in that side, I'm not too worried about it either. I think he would get some really good guys in that system. And if I got a contract tomorrow for good money to play for the Storm, I'd take it every day of the week. Jason Taumalolo, the former Dalian medalist, says he wants to be a one-club man for the Cowboys and has ended all rumours that he wants to leave the club. I never saw Jason Taumalolo leaving the Cowboys. Sort of similar to Payne Haas. I think they'll both be one-club men. But as I said, money talks to people. It will be very, very interesting. But obviously with Jason Taumalolo coming out and stating that he wants to be a one-club man, Really good stuff there from him. But then again, we saw the same thing from Adam Reynolds. He said he wanted to be a one-club man at the South Sydney. They kept offering that shitty one-year contract. They should have just offered him two years and had high hopes for Adam Reynolds just to blood the young guys for the next two years. But oh no, they had to let him go. And here we are. Adam Reynolds is over in Brisbane and we are searching for a consistent halfback. That's just the situation. Very interesting, though, and I really, really like this from the Cowboys, keeping Jason Tamalolo in that side. 
I just really hope that Todd Payton finds the right way to use him. For me, I'd be chucking Jason Kamalolo in the front row and just say, rip and tear, son. Reese Walsh, the Warriors have lashed out in response to rumours and declared they would only release their fullback over their dead bodies. So, the club obviously don't want to release Reese Walsh, but it doesn't mean that Reese Walsh doesn't want to leave. And I honestly, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if he does stay with the Warriors, and I hope for the Warriors' sake that he does stay there. I wouldn't be surprised if we're all wrong in the next few weeks and Reese Walsh comes out and he tells us that he wants to stay at the Warriors. Would not be surprised. This is all speculation. But if rumours are true, if he wants to stay with his family over in Brisbane or wherever they are in Queensland, wouldn't be surprised either if he went and signed with the Red Cliff Dolphins. Joseph Manu, obviously the other day he was, I wouldn't say barred, but he was taken out of the Maori All-Stars game, which I think is just absolute bullshit. I reckon he should have played 100%. But it says here the New Zealand Maori Rugby League have launched an attack at the Roosters for not allowing the Kiwi Centre to play in the All-Stars game, saying they think they are bigger than the game. Ooh, they are bigger than the game. That's a big, big, big sentence there. That's a big statement to make. They are bigger than the game. It's one game at the start of the season. Not really going to hurt them. Honestly, it's it's a big, big statement to make. I honestly would love to see Joseph Manu play for the Maori All-Stars. In fact, I'd love to see all those stars, those legends that got taken out of that side back in there for both sides, really. But, geez, that is a big statement to make. Bigger than the game. Definitely not bigger than the game, unfortunately. I know it's culture. I know it's pride. But, geez, that is a big, big statement to make, especially when the game's going through COVID and going through all these dramas. Wow, that's a big statement to make from the Mary All-Stars Association. Um, To be honest, as I said, I would love to see all these stars come back and play for the All-Stars. I would absolutely love that. But coming out and saying that you're bigger than the game, I think is a bit much. Anyway, Ricky Stewart, the Raiders coach, says he's uh, taking trials this year more serious than he ever has and as they could determine who gets to start in round one. Jeez, that took me a while to get that sentence out. But uh, very interesting there from the one and only Sticky Ricky Stewart. Um, yeah, it is going to be very interesting Interesting, sorry, to see how these Ra- this Raiders kit looks going into 2022. I think they're going to have a really good team, and especially with Jamal in there to sort of take the Raiders around the park while Jack Whiten just lets loose and plays his footy. I think it's going to be really, really good for a team like the Raiders. And I honestly can't wait to see how this Raiders kit looks in 2022. Damien Cook, the Rabbitohs hooker, may reportedly not play the full 80 minutes this year. According to the Whisper, to Whisper, the rugby league uh, guru has heard. I know Nath, and most of the stuff he says most likely happens. So, geez, I can't see Damien Cook playing less than 80 minutes, though. I think he is an 80-minute hooker. <sighs> Unless they get Paul Mamanzelos on or Savili Havili, who they just signed. 
Jeez, I don't really see anyone else really taking that hooker spot for the last 20 or so minutes of the game. I don't think Peter Mamanzelos is ready to play that forward end consistently yet. I think if Mamanzelos was in a side, for me, he'd be the starting nine. Definitely not in this side, though. They've already got Cook. But uh, Sevilli Havili as well. I'd be using him more as a roaming lock and a back rower, to be honest, off the bench and letting Blake Taft take that 14 role. It is it's a really interesting one here. I actually don't see Damien Cook playing less than 80 minutes at all. But, you know, if it's whisper and it does happen, it's going to shock me. I'll tell you that for free. It is going to shock me. Tyrell Sloan, he's been put in the All-Stars squad. Honestly, cannot wait for this game, to be honest. I know that all the stars are out, but it's going to be really interesting to see how one, Tyrell Sloan, Nico Hines, all those guys go in this All-Stars game now that all the stars are out. Two, we get to watch the youngsters rip and tear. We get to watch Tyrell Sloan. We get to watch Shakai Mitchell. I don't know if, if, Shikai, if I'd call Shakai Mitchell young, but he hasn't played NRL yet, so it'd be very interesting to see how he goes. The front rower lost 55 kilos, ready to rip and tear. Honestly, would be very interesting to see how Shakai Mitchell goes. We're going to see some youngsters. Winamu Greg hasn't really played many games. He's only played one or two games for Parramatta, I think. Love to see how he goes in this All-Stars game this season. You know, there's plenty of other guys I could sort of name. There's a Roosters front rower in there um, that is going to, I wouldn't say debut. He hasn't played first grade yet, so it'll be very interesting to see how he goes. Just look, the Roosters' depth this season is unbelievable, but... It's still going to be a pretty exciting game. I know people are saying that it's going to be shit house that all the stars are out, and they're right. It is going to be quite shit house, but it'll be very interesting to see how these youngsters end up going. Now, Joseph Tarpany. Now, don't lose your heads. He's still out in the All Stars game because uh, you know he's already in New South Wales. But Joseph Tapine is no certainty to play for the Raiders in round one. He has revealed that he is unvaccinated due to past reactions to other vaccines and is yet to receive an exemption like Taumalolo and Nelson Asofa Solomona. Without the exemption, he is unable to play in games in Victoria and in Queensland. He is able to play in the All-Stars game due to it being in New South Wales. Oh, this means that the Raiders are in a little bit of Barney. I do love Joseph Tarpany. I think he's a really dynamic front row. We don't really have many of these in our game at the moment. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Joseph Tarpany. Um, For his sake, I really hope that he just gets the jab, has a little reaction. I honestly don't know. I actually can't comment on this because I don't know what his situation is. Um, But I really do hope he gets that exemption and gets to play because I actually really like Joseph Tarpany. I reckon he's a really solid player. For the Warriors, Chanel Harris-DeVita was told by the Warriors at the end of the last season he would not be offered another contract beyond 2022 until they, until they had seen him play at least the first 10 rounds. Earlier this year, they changed their minds and offered him a contract extension, which he has since turned down. He hasn't been ruled out to re-signing with the Warriors, but is prepared to test himself on the open market and back himself to perform well and secure a good deal, whether it's with the Warriors or not. He will make his Maori All-Stars debut this weekend, giving him the perfect chance for everyone to have a look at how he's travelling. It's likely he'll 
line up next to Sean Johnson to start the year with the Warriors. This is from General Rugby League V2. Make sure you go give them a follow. This could be speculation, but it is big for the New Zealand Warriors. Really, really big. I think Chanel Harris-Savita is a big part of their side. He's probably one of the hardest-hitting halfbacks I have ever seen. And I'll say that again. I think he's one of the hardest-hitting halfbacks I have ever seen. A little bit of alliteration there for those English students still in high school like myself. A bit of alliteration. I do like it. But still, for Chanel Harris-Savita's sake, it's big for the Warriors. They've only got really Cody Nicarima to go in there. Chanel Harris-Davida ends up leaving. Oh, I don't really see anywhere else that Chanel could really go. I don't know if he's having any Warriors uh, offers sorry, from any clubs other than the Warriors. Um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I don't know what really to say about this one. I'd love to see him in a, comp, in a top eight side. I'd love to see him in a top eight side. He would go so well there. Wouldn't mind seeing him at Melbourne, to be honest, even if he's playing a 14 role. That, I reckon that'd be sick. I think it'd be a great replacement, honestly, for Brandon Smith when he just comes on, maybe bulk him up a little bit, play him in that 13, roaming 13 jersey, at 14 off the bench. Jeez, I wouldn't mind that at all. I really like Chanel Harris-Tavita. Really, I think he's a really, really talented player. I, and I really hope that the Warriors don't let him go because if they do... Oh, it's going to be, they're going to be in some real trouble. And then for the final update here, guys, the bringer of bad news this afternoon, the bringer of bad news, Big Les's League, what is going on? Josh Schuster is in a moon boot after suffering a syndesmosis injury at training and could miss up to the next, that's the first six weeks of the season via the Daily Telegraph. No clarification on the severity or the, the, pres, the presence of, of the fracture, NRL physio, getting technical at this point to guide expected recovery time. It is very interesting here. Josh Schuster, I reckon if he plays well this season, he could even get an origin debut. And that's not me, not even taking the mickey. I reckon if he plays really well this season, he could earn himself, even if it's just an 18 jersey, Just even if he's just in the squad, I reckon he could definitely make it. He's got so much potential. Big boy, can play six. Great ball-playing game for a back rower as well. He, his main position is six, but he's just so freaking massive. They have to put him in the back row. Really interesting one here. I'd love to see how Josh Schuster goes in 2022. Hopefully, he plays in round one. That's the, that's, the, that's the hope. I mean, I know round one's in the next two weeks. I think it's two or three weeks till round one. But, geez, I would love to see Josh Schuster playing consistent footy for Manly. Hopefully, this syndesmosis injury, he, I believe, recovers really quickly and we get to see a lot of Josh Schuster in 2022. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one. Oh, well.